Welcome to Unspoken Truth, where we'll be uncovering life's journeys that make or break us, and those little things that bring us joy or the deepest, darkest secrets we've decided that we're taking to our grave, the pain and the judgments that we carry each day, and these are managed in all different forms of relationships, friendships, family, and society. Join me on this journey of unspoken truth and changing the narrative. This is from a woman who's just like you, a mother, a sister, a daughter, and God's child. And in everything else in between, I am still an individual riding the waves of life. I am Nita Terry T, your host of Unspoken Truth. In this episode, we'll be talking about the chronicles of a black working class woman and the world full of expectations. She's black, she's brave, she can take it. As a black woman, we carry all the weight of the world on our shoulders and how it is an endless struggle of survival. And not once do we know the meaning of what living a full life is. We have adapted to these traits and we are the new generation of hardworking black women. Whether from absent fathers or present fathers in their physical sense or literal sense, it never gets easy, but we keep at it. Just like our mothers, we have adapted to society and its conventional ways. We carry the indifference each day, and for some reason, we must be grateful for having jobs, even when demographics are against us. Even if we feel like we just don't belong, we must carry that with us every morning and expect her to work twice as hard so that we can be heard or seen. I'm a working class woman in my 30s, and my journey in the working world hasn't been easy. Let me take you to about 2015. Not only did I face workplace bullying, someone who had more authority over me accused me of disappearing on hours on end every day, even on days that he persisted that I didn't pitch to work, though my desk was right side, right outside his office. I remember one of these days was June 16. I remember wondering if he had realized that we were all not in that day as it was a public holiday. I had to notify him of my whereabouts to defuse the situation when I had to pee or even on my monthly cycle. For a few months straight, his behavior towards me never changed. He kept coming for me. The moment that was truly amazing was that he said I was intimidating because I spoke and stood for what I believed in. And I guess I'll never know what about me scared him. Let us bear in mind that he was a director. He didn't, he, didn't he have enough on his plate already? I remember wondering what I had done wrong, what I could do better, what could be different. I couldn't live like that. I already had relationship issues at that point that I had to deal with, and I was barely sleeping as my home was hostile, and I still had to face all he was putting me through at work. I got into a bed space I couldn't cope. I couldn't take how the situation made me feel, I remember I woke up one morning, I decided I would quit with no plan or idea on what I would do next. All I knew is that I couldn't stay in the situation that didn't feel right or any place that made me feel less of myself. I remember breaking down in the bathroom with a friend of mine, not knowing what to do. The bathroom knew all the abuse and all the tears and the majority were women. I just had to be courageous. I had to move on and let the rest of, of the universe sort it out. The next step wasn't easy. And how people would have assumptions and never ask why I quit and what was going on. 
No one has ever asked me that question. Only those I call friends who were there knew what I was facing. All I know is it never ended with me. How do you tell your African family you couldn't take the abuse? It could be a reminder on how they have struggled and never gave up. Others would say, be grateful, you have a paycheck. But would that be good enough? The world doesn't give a black woman like me a chance to stop and breathe just for a bit, just to regroup, to reboot. That's not permissible. So we keep moving, hoping one day we shall wake up and be equal to our male counterparts, equal to our peers who are fortunate to have fair skin, the privileged. We fight endless battles of gender, racial, and unconscious bias. We are faced with the world being so hard on us. All we need is a simple break. Maybe a break from being a black woman, if that could be possible. Just maybe for a day or so. Though knowingly, we could never, ever trade who we are. The world is always giving back the pressure because we expected to conquer the world. And this is, to us, modern-day slavery. Endless striving, blood, sweat, tears, working to survive, working to hold our families together. Living is only for the privileged. We like marching bands, marching on endless routes to nowhere as long as we heard. High expectations were set up for us before we knew our path. These expectations stand not to benefit us only, but our families too. And if you fail to meet those expectations, you are a true failure. You do not deserve to be heard or have a voice. We were born to pay back parental duties and make sure we don't complain while doing it. Black tax? To them, this is so simple. You just need to tick the right boxes of expectations and there's an apparent template. One, have a job, a career job that has benefits and the best title. Even if you're unhappy, be grateful. Have life insurance, not only for yourself, but for them too. Make sure to keep that job. You're blessed to have it. Two, have a husband. He must not have qualities of an absent father nor be of a broken family. He must be a God-fearing man. He must have money to take care of you and your children. Automatically, we end up with an unconscious bias that produces women who would never be seen dead with someone without money, a car, or a house. We have a type. Correct me if I'm wrong. We all tend to chase a fairy tale because we were raised to believe in them. Life is no fairy tale. We would be damned if we turn 30 and you're not married. Your worth falls flat. It's like no one will ever love you. Try turn 40. <laughs> you have no husband or a child. You're good as dead. You lived a half life. Meaning, my child, when will you get married? Three, own a property, a big house. Big enough so that when we get old, we can move in and you can take care of them. Even if the mortgage will drown you and your husband, that is not the issue at hand. The issue is that they must never find themselves in a retirement home. Four, have kids. This defines our, our womanhood. Without having kids, you don't qualify to be a 100% woman. Society itself 
make women who can't bear kids feel like they aren't enough. And this encourages men to leave and remarry a woman that will bear them kids. And yet again, this creates women that believe that they are not good enough or worthy to be loved as they are. And I say to women who have experienced this, know that you are not imperfect. You are perfectly made as you are. Your narrative is just different. Five, be a good wife. Meaning, take all that comes with it. If he does not come home, do not question his whereabouts. Just be a good wife to him so that he doesn't leave you. Submit and be resilient. You don't want to die alone, do you? Thousands of women today are stuck in marriages that aren't healthy for their mental and physical health, beaten and wounded, holding on the psychological patterns of being raised to be resilient. I sit here wondering, the day these families get messages that their daughters are no more, what type of pain do they feel knowing that they kept pushing their children to stay in such hardship? Do they ever feel guilty or do they move on? We just want to tell our own life stories. There's no need to hold on to customs and traditions. To all black women, here's something you should never forget. Even if you have heard this a million times, be a better version of yourself and however you see fit. It is time to change the narrative. We need to put in the work. Work hand in hand, guiding each other and building each other, sharing stories to help heal us and not to shame us. There's no shame in being who we are because shame corrodes the every part of us that believes we are capable of change. We need to create a world where we fit in and make sure we no longer fight to survive. Instead, we need to start leaving. Where does a black working class woman belong? We will be passive aggressive until we are no longer misunderstood we heard loud and clear. To everyone listening to this podcast, when you come across a black woman, give her a break. She already has a lot going on in her life. She might not show it behind her beautiful smile and her beautiful dark skin instead of calling her names or passing judgment. Take the time to lend an ear. Give her a shoulder and let her be vulnerable for that minute. We all want to be seen in a different light without the weight of the world on our shoulders, without having to wear our scars. We needn't to be heard, seen for our achievements, and to have our dreams and goals understood. We have worked damn hard to be who we are, and now all we want is to be with no limitations. This is to every other woman listening to this podcast. When the future is laid in front of you, you are allowed to take a detour, find new meadows and set camp, set your campus and set sail. It's not as simple, but we may be reminded that there aren't any hostages, no passengers at the end of the road. We stand for something. We can change the world. Nothing is set on stone. We create our future and we can rewrite history. We belong. I say to you all, stand up and show up. This is your chance to show the world how great you are and that we will not be defined. We will not be silenced either by families, companies, or men in our lives. No one. 
I'll leave you with this quote by Jamie Maguire. The unspoken truth is always louder than the stories we tell. Find Unspoken Truth Podcast 3.0 on Instagram. Subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Would like to hear your comments, your views and thoughts. The next episode is part two of this podcast where we share stories sent to us by listeners who would like to share their journeys. I am Nita Terry T, your host of Unspoken Truth. Until the next episode, remember to do what you gotta do so you can do what you wanna do. Thank you. The Unspoken Truth is the catalyst for important and thought-provoking conversations that need to be had. The network tackles social ills, spiritual healing, soul-searching, and mental health awareness. To subscribe, click on the show link to follow our podcast and be part of the Unspoken Truth family. Find us on all social media platforms.